I'm alive. I'm alive. Don't worry. Don't worry. Oh, please stop with the uh, stop with the just giving fundraisers. Stop with the stockpiling of medication. Stop with the thoughts and prayers. I am alive. I survived a stag weekend in Amsterdam. Two nights of. I mean, I don't know what it's like to go to war. I don't know what it's like to, you know, fight enemy combatants. I don't know what it's like to, you know, be in one of those situations where you're you're a sniper or something like that and you have to lie still in, I don't know, your own tods for weeks at a time. But I have been on a stag weekend to Amsterdam, I must say. I've seen visions of hell. <laughs> it was good fun. It was uh, it was okay. I survived. I also played at the Melveg, which was an absolute freaking riot because it was King's Day, and uh, all them orange motherfuckers they were losing their losing their sweet duchy minds. It was a beautiful thing. Shout out to Loz. Shout out to all the cheeky crew. Multiplex. Lots of fun. Lots of good action was had. And um, and no one died, which is a result, really. Uh, no one contracted, as far as I know, contracted any STDs. No one had to go to hospital. No limbs were broken. No faces were eaten off by rabid monkeys, as is so often the case in these situations. No one died from weed. Uh, no one uh, died from getting into a fight uh, with a Dutch progressive house DJ, as, again, is so often the case if you've ever been to the Netherlands. Also, I found an interesting, uh, interesting fact about Holland and the Netherlands. Holland is a region in the Netherlands. You can go to bits of the Netherlands and not be in Holland. I never knew that. I thought they were one and the same. I thought they'd just like like to give themselves multiple names, you know, like United Kingdom and Britain. Why am I fucking hell? It's coffee and memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh. I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy, and that's funny, and it's, it's, it's kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes on Threshold.fm, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, and sent telepathically into your brain uh, via the vibrations of your electric toothbrush. It's a new system that we're trialling, working with uh, the government. You know, government, yeah? Anyway, we're working together on uh, working out how it's best to get uh, communist propaganda into people's brains, and we're thinking that maybe via electric toothbrushes would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? in a way. Uh, right, look, it's Monday, man, and shit's getting real. And But don't worry, I'm here to help uh, in any way I can, uh, be that through the medium of expressionist dance, uh, be that through the medium of chatting absolute, just pure shit for an hour, <laughs> be that through the medium of playing shoe throwers. Um, I'm proud to say that I received, um, I was hit by my first shoe, at the weekend, I hit by two, in fact, uh, at, at the Melveg on Saturday night in Amsterdam. 
uh, Multiplex got me with one, and someone else got me with one. Uh, so that's now a thing. Okay, people are now throwing shoes at me while I DJing, while I while I DJing. Yes, while I DJing, people throwing shoes to me to my face, and I look. I can't. It's fine. It's fine. Just try and not hit me in the head. Okay, I think that's fair. And try not to damage any equipment. Try not to hit me directly in the face. But, you know, crack on. Have at it. God bless you. You know, just decent, honest, God-fearing folk out for a better way of life. Um, right, look, what have we um, got here? Uh, so a bit of catch-up today on, we, you may remember a story from a few months back, woman accused of sending man 159,000 texts after one date. Anyway, she's in the nick now, uh, but she's had a chance to speak out. So get into that. World's first centre for psychedelic research launches at Imperial College London. Uh, that's nice, Jasper Hamill covering that one. Uh, Jurex recalls, recalls uh, real feel and latex-free condoms after they fail the burst test. So watch out, young kings and queens. Uh, there are <laughs> bangers where the structural integrity of the banger has been compromised. And that is exactly what we didn't want to happen. Um parrot that tipped off drug dealers to uh, to a raid is in custody. Yeah, it's been arrested. And good. It's... um. Like, if you're going to be a knock, like, you deserve what's coming to you. Um, some really quite peculiar sex robot news in the form of, um, thanks to Joe for putting me onto this. It's a website that sells them, and they have an advert, uh, and it's quite something, <laughs> should we just say. It's quite something. Um, how to tell the difference between a high sex drive and sex addiction? That'd be, um, yeah, that, that's worth finding out, isn't it? Woman found X secretly living in the attic. Uh, fisherman in awe after catching a blue lobster. At a one in two million odds. He's a lovely little blue boy. Um, maybe he's some sort of like lobster sage. Maybe he's a sort of lobster guru. Maybe we should listen to what he has to say. Let's find out whether or not he has any predictions for the future. Any tips on how you live your life? Any life hacks? Because he just look, he looks wise. He looks very wise. Let's get him up on the, uh, get him up on the old screen and that mate. Okay, now where are we? Where's he, good boy? Okay, now. Um, no, no, not the dock. No, come on, Chrome. Good boy. There you are. Good boy. Um, yeah, look at him. He looks wise. He does. He looks world weary. Um, he's he's seen it all. Something of a soothsayer, I guess. Lobster soothsayer. Uh, I wonder what he says. Maybe he says... Lobsters. I just don't know. But we can find out. And uh, we've also got... Oh, good, sweet Jesus. Uh, Mum starts business where women uh, women can crowdfund their own plastic surgery. There she is. Look at her go. Um, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what else do we have? Brit oh, a new contender, Britain's fattest dog. He frankly he puts Big Bopper the Whopper to shame. Uh, he's put on a diet after eating too many pasties. Oh dear God! Look at the size of him. He is a chonker. Oh Lord, he coming. Uh, MMA fighter uh, batters man who was masturbating during photo shoot. Yeah, she kicks the shit out of him, and uh, rightly so. <sighs> Weird times on the internet, guys. Weird freaking times. Uh, in terms of sh shower throwers. Uh, we've got Evil Intent and Des McMahon uh, with The Skids, uh, which I think is an ode to me uh, sharting myself in Tesco's the other day. So that's nice of them to do that. 
Uh, and then Dom and Roland, Beach Bum, additional um, odes to me sharting myself. Black Sun Empire and Nympho, Artificial. And uh, T.I., You We Jar. Okay, lovely stuff. Um, right, guys, uh, let's... Uh, Fuck it, let's get going with this evil intent. Does my, my, my own bit. Might as well. Come on, let's clear the Monday cobwebs. Right, what's going on with everyone? Tell me where you are. Tell me what you did at the weekend. Tell me how you're feeling on a Monday morning. Are you feeling as bad as I am? I actually feel alright. I'm impressed. I feel like I really got away with it. Like, the gods were on my side. at 11 all new irregular Joe with the mezzanine show live and direct from him sat on the po you don't even know
is a nice bit. Kind of melancholic in a way, though. Emotional. That's the skids, evil intent. Des Mac Mahone. It's uh Don't know what label it's on. That's a nice bit though, I like that. Well done, good boys. Very good boys. Oh yes. Um what what have people been up to at the weekend? Tom's packing boxes, moving move, moving from this shithole to a dive in West Drayton. Um that's that sounds rubbish, mate. Sorry to hear about that. Uh, well, um, someone who was it? Um, good God, Rob Humphreys has been mainly passing watery stalls. That's a that's an unfortunate way to spend a weekend. Um, cheesecake eating contest. Oh, he feels like he could win. Fresk feels like he could win a cheesecake eat, cheesecaking. Ch- oh, forget it. Oh, maybe this weekend has taken more of a toll on my brain than I than I previously thought. Okay, right. My, let's, let's test my ability to read, just generally conduct a radio show. Woman accused of sending man 159,000 texts after one date. Lobsters. I just do feel like, I mean, like, what, after the 25,000th, don't you think you'd start start looking at that bat, that block button? Do you, do you not think? Or after the 75,000th, you'd start to think, you know what, might block her. Anyway, you may remember a while back uh, that we told you the story of Jacqueline Aides, uh, who stands accused of sending a man 159,000 messages and breaking into his house after a pair went on only one date. But how hunky was he? Was he particularly hunky? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe if I went on a date with him, maybe I'd send him 159,000 texts. I don't know. You know, I can't, I can't honestly say that I wouldn't. Uh, let's see what she's got to say for herself. Here she is on um, speaking on ABC 15 Arizona. It's the local story making headlines around the world. A woman obsessed with a Paradise Valley millionaire that she met on a dating app. Yeah, millionaire. And it all ended when she broke into his house and was caught bathing in his bathtub. Hmm. She sent 65,000 texts, some of them horrific and graphic, to the man she believed was her one true love. Tonight we hear from her and she's got a lot to say. She's done Sit a podcast. Down and turn up the volume for this one. Tonight, ABC 15 Sonu Wasu is outside the police department in Paradise Valley. We met up online. I was looking for my healing angel. The, the mm-hmm. psychic I met told me I would meet a healing angel. Mm-hmm. She says she met him on Luxie, a dating site where millionaires go to find love. And if you ask Jacqueline Addis, the spark was instant. I felt like I met my soulmate and everything was just the way it was. And I thought we would just do what everybody else did and we would just like get married and everything would be fine. But that's not what happened. Turns out that spark was one-sided when the victim, a Paradise Valley millionaire, told her he wasn't interested. And you don't stop giving, even if you don't receive. You all of a sudden receive a lot. That's one way to look at love, but Paradise Valley police say Addis took it too far. We're talking 65,000 text messages in the last few months. Chilling threats. According to police reports, some of those texts read, quote, I don't want to be a murderer. Police reports state yeah. Addis also texted the victim saying she would cut up his body, wear his body parts, and bathe in his blood. 
Uh, I don't want to talk about them. In our jailhouse... Wouldn't you go for the blocking at that point? ...about the alleged stalking or harassment. She ignored questions about showing up at his work, claiming to be his wife, or allegedly breaking into his home and bathing in his tub. When we asked her if she would actually hurt him... No! Oh my God, now I love him so much. Oh God. I just want to love him so much, I said. And if he doesn't like it, then I'll go home and I'll love my ex-boyfriend. What am I supposed to do? Sonu Basu, ABC 15, Arizona. Uh, I hope she gets the help she needs, uh, really, because um, she's, she's obviously having a bit of a time, isn't she? Um, I, pfft, dear, yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, oh dear. Oh, dear. It's all gone awry, hasn't it? She's just out there looking for love, looking to find herself a millionaire on a dating website for millionaires. She found the one she loved, but unrequited love, it is a bitch. And it's enough to drive uh, someone to distraction. <sighs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Her next hearing is scheduled to take place on the 25th, uh, 21st of May. I will say that, you know, even if you do really love someone very much, don't message them that you're going to cut them up, bathe in their blood and wear their body parts. I mean, that might just... If you're about to send a message like that, just... Give it five minutes, stop, think, maybe have a cup of tea, maybe ring, ring your mum or something just to, I don't know, take, take the wind out of your sails a little bit and then go back to the message. Just leave it in the draft folder and go back and be like, and maybe I can rephrase the bit about wearing the face, cutting the face off and wearing the face. Or maybe I'll just change that to, I think you have a very pretty face. That's better, isn't it? That's better than I would like to cut off, surgically remove your face because it's so nice and wear it over my face. Yeah, that's probably... Actually, now that I think about it, that does sound a little bit threatening. little bit, yeah. And I would like to dismember your corpse and bathe in your blood. No, 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 let's change that. Let's change that. How about I would like to share a romantic bath with you? Yes, that... Yeah, no. Yeah, the dismembering body bath. What was I thinking? That's silly, isn't it? I just love him so much. He's just such a great guy. Um, Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, well, never mind. Um, maybe, I, yeah, maybe. <sighs> I don't know. So, social awkwardness, it's a terrible thing. Um, right, come on. Uh, world's first centre for psychedelic research launches at Imperial College London. This sounds interesting, exciting. Uh, can I be a... Fuck off, mate. Do you want to do some of that? Um, flies. I think it's still the smell of the stag do lingering about on my... Seeping out of my every pore. The world's first academic establishment dedicated to exploring the therapeutic benefits of psychedelic drugs has opened at Imperial College London. It will focus on two areas, the use of psychedelics in mental health care and as a tool to probe the brain's uh, basis of consciousness. The university said drugs more associated with hippies than hospitals uh, show... What? A uh, great deal of promise for treating, show a great deal of promise for treating some very serious mental health conditions and may one day offer new hope to vulnerable people with limited treatment options. Researchers at Imperial have already investigated the effects of LSD uh, using modern brain imaging and discovered that magic mushrooms could help beat depression. I can't think anything of anything worse, actually, than taking LSD and having to get into one of those bloody fmri machines where you lie in a tube for an hour while they blast the noise of very powerful magnets at you i don't know if that's what actually makes the noise but it just it sounds like being a sounds like being at bergheim not in a good way 
Uh, it's hoped that the centre will become a prototype for the licensed psychedelic care facilities of the future. Dr. Robert Carhart-Harris. I wonder if Carhart, the sort of middle name, perhaps that's like a bit of a nickname because he's always just absolutely dripping in Carhart garms. Dr. Robin Carhart-Harris said uh, of the Imperial Centre for Psychedelic Research, um, this new centre represents a watershed moment for psychedelic science. Uh, symbolic of its now mainstream recognition. Psychedelics are set to have a major impact on neuroscience and uh, psychiatry in the next coming years. It's such a privilege to be at the forefront of one of the most exciting areas of medical science. I'm immensely grateful uh, for the donors who have made all this possible. Who we? We're going to get high as a motherfucker. We go into the fucking moon. Book me a ticket on Elion's big red rocket. We're going all the way to the stratosphere. <laughs> Uh, it may take a few years for psychedelic therapy to be available for patients, but research has uh, research so far has been very encouraging. Early stage clinical research has shown that uh, when delivered safely and professionally, psychedelic therapy holds a great deal of promise for treating some very serious mental health conditions and may one day offer a new hope to vulnerable peeps with limited treatment options. Uh, good stuff, guys. Good stuff. Keen for it. Up for it. Um, uh, you know, if, you, if you're looking for a guinea pig, as long as I don't have to take acid and get in one of those brain scanning machines, that that just sounds terrible. That sounds like a one-way ticket to a to a bad trip. But you know, if you've got any tests, like you just want someone to, you know, take some acid and sort of romp about in a field on a sunny day or something, that I'd be pretty keen to get involved in that one, and then maybe just share your thoughts on it afterwards. If that how it, that's how it works, and then just I don't know, get paid some cash. Cool, man. Or if you were, you know, you need someone to come in and DJ. I'm happy to do it for just you know for rider rather than you know can't, you know you know I'm I'm happy to you know get involved for a good cause and that you know just pff, decent honest godfrey folk out for a better way of life aren't I um, right okay come on Johnny Johnny news banger news um, Durex recalls real feel and latex feel condoms after they fail the burst test I think the burst birth test is where you put it over the head and then you put it just over the nose. And you use the nose to to blow it up. And, you know, if it bursts, then sorry, no good. Uh, it's rare that a product is recalled because it lives up to its name too much. Huh? Uh, but this, uh, this seems to be the case when it comes to a batch of Durex Real Feel and latex-free condoms. Retailers have recalled the Johnnies after they failed an important burst test. Because a burst condom is about as much use as a chocolate kettle. Why is chocolate been got a link attached to it like what's going to be on the end there just stories about chocolate god's sake you can now buy edible anuses great okay thanks for that jake massey um back to anyway back to the banging news except with the chocolate kettle you'd end up with a messy kitchen counter whereas with the burst condom you could possibly end up with an unbronted pregnancy or an sti a batch of manufacturers latex free condoms have also been withdrawn and tesco has displayed warning signs in its windows advising customers to check the batch code all right guys so listen yeah listen young kings if you're walking around with a johnny in your wallet a just check that it's in date you virgins lobsters and uh you know just check to see if it's one of these okay so real feel guys lads lads okay lads lads get your wallet out now Lads, lads, don't don't be going, don't be pretending that you ain't. Look, if you're walking around, not tooled up, I mean, not carrying a Johnny, not packing any heat. What are you doing with your life? Okay, you're, you're always supposed to have one. What you're supposed to do is, uh, obviously, I haven't got one. I don't use a banger. 
Um, but, yeah, when you get it in your wallet, you want there to be like a solid indentation, yeah, of it on on the outside of the wallet. And then so you get to your bar, you know, when you're, you know, chatting up some of the, you know, some of the lovelies at the bar, and you, you slap it on the table like that so everyone can see. And that's your sort of statement of intent. Uh, obviously don't do that. No, but look, lads, come on, let's, like, Get your wallet out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your wallet out. Dust off the cobwebs. Come on, etc. Uh, so here we are. It's kind of like reading out lottery numbers. For the real feel, 12-pack. Okay, the batch code you are looking for. Come on, get your bangers out. The batch code you are looking for, this is on the real feel. Okay. Um, that's 1-0-0-0-4-4-4-3-7-0. That number again, one zero 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 four four four. 370 with the expiry date of February 2021. If you've got one of those, bin it. Okay. Can you recycle Johnny's? Don't know. Bin it. It's no good to you. Okay. All right. Stick it on you. Use it as a party trick. Use it for the, the condom challenge or whatever. Next up is your latex free 18 pack. Batch code 1000430479. And that's with an expiry date of 2021, January 2021. Okay, if you've got them, bin them. Okay, set fire to them, burn them. You will not be needing them. Sorry, I mean, you probably weren't going to get laid anyway, but, you know, in the event that you get, I don't know, you know, some, well, in the event you meet a lady like the lady at the beginning of the show, at the top of the show, who's keen. You know, keen. You never know. If you've already used one, you might want to consider getting yourself a pregnancy test um, or an STD test. Uh, indeed, the companies advise people who have used a split condom to seek advice from a doctor. But that's you would expect that that's like, oh, what, what, oh, you did, did like sex with a woman in that lake last night. Oh, uh, was it? Uh, well, the condom broke on that though. Well, you should probably seek. She should go to the doctor and like you. Maybe you'll want to go and have one of them things ram down the end of your ladder. Not like test you eat not got nothing. Like, is that even a real accent? I don't think so. Anyway, look, if you're Johnny's break, um, your lassie, um, is. I mean, you could just go. Oh well, maybe that's God pl- God's plan. We should have children now. Or come on, guys. You know, you might want to. I want to. Want to seek seek medical help. Uh, what's going on here? Anyway, someone dressed as a cock, someone else is dressed as a condom. Oh, and a bit of fun. Jurek said, uh, Wreck It, Wreck It, Ben Kriska Group PLC, recalling certain batches of real feel and latex-free condoms. They recently found that a limited number of the above condoms are not passing their stringent shelf-life durability tests as they fail requirements for the burst pressure towards the end of their shelf life. Uh, the latest product withdrawal is part of a wider recall that was initiated last July. Why is this the first time I'm hearing of it? Statement on the Jurex website read, Our condoms are intended to provide a method of contraception and prevent the transmission of sexually transmitted infections through a non-latex barrier that offers a benefit to customers sensitive to latex. Oh, that's a blag. That's a classic male feminist blag to not wear a banger. Oh, I'm actually allergic to latex. Don't do not believe them. Doesn't exist. Um, make them prove it. Only for the batches of condoms affected by the issue, uh, there could be an increase in the number of condoms that burst during application or use. Uh, right. Well, you know, there you are. I've I've read the numbers out now. The jig's up. Come on, guys. Come on, young kings. 
and young queens, but make me write that one down. And you know, and if you do bring a lad back or something, then do make make him check. Do a little do a little Johnny audit. Little little Johnny. Nothing sexier than a, than a Johnny audit when you get someone back, just to make sure that everything is tickety boo. And if it's not, send them home. Call them an Uber. Right. Okay. Dom and Roland Beach Bum. Out new release out on Dom and Roland Productions. Yes, thank you, Tim. I am in a loving, monogamous relationship. Well done, Dave Hunt, on getting a job. Therefore, bucking the trend, uh, or bucking the stereotype that all my listeners are unemployed.
is a bit of fun for Dom and Roland. Bit of a different, different vibe. Just imagine him in the studio, just noodling away on the guitar, just throwing his hair back. Woo! Maybe he, st- maybe he stood out on a beach, just looking out at the sunset. Woo-hoo! We're going to make some Amen Rollers! Strumming away. God bless him. Fun bit of gear, it's called Beach Bum by Dumb and Roland. It's out now. Yeah. Right, time for listen to mail. Send me any bollocks that you have on your mind. Send me any bollocks that you can find. Even if that bollocks that you have on your brain is totally fucking insane. Hello and welcome to Listener Mail, the segment in which I read out the utter madness that you send me. Please send me everything. Send me what's on your mind. Send me things that you think. Send me problems that you have that you would like me to deal with. Send me funny news stories and send me your takes on them. And send me tales of of deeply distressing woes. Um, like this listener here who has uh, decided they would like their name redacted and <laughs> understandably... Dear Will, here is a story for coffee and memes. Please don't mention my name on this one, pics included. Um, okay, so we're just going to have to organise the pictures. Uh, hold on a second. Yep, yeah, all right. Okay, well, they're, all right, they're ready to go. Um, perhaps four years ago, when I was in a um, let's check out dudes on Tinder mood, hey, we've all been there, um, I got talking to a guy who sounded pretty great. He was reasonably attractive in his profile photos. His bio read well. Interested in music, art, photography. Uh, we linked and started to chat. Uh, matched, I believe is the term. Um, we matched and started to chat. I would guess we chatted for about 40 minutes, backwards and forwards initially. He was an architecture photographer, apparently, and shared a few little snaps he'd taken. And we talked about that he owned his home and other boring stuff along those lines. Men that own their own homes on Tinder are very keen to get that across very, very quickly from what I hear. Uh, it's almost like uh, you, the match is there. Hiya, how's it doing? How you doing? I'm John, I own my own home. <laughs> I'm fiscally responsible. Uh, that is an attractive quality, particularly as people start to get beyond the age of about 25. Yeah, you know, sensible stuff leaning towards establishing that he was a stable, sensible individual. Uh, uh, we ended uh, the chat arranging to speak the next day. The next evening, I got home quite late from work, and we didn't have much of a conversation till quite a bit later on in the evening. After the same length of time, about 40 minutes-ish, I pretty much uh, decided that he could be someone worth taking, worth talking to more, so we exchanged numbers and began talking on WhatsApp. You'll never guess what happened next. Dun-dun-dun! Lobsters! Uh, I wanted to check that my cats were not hiding under my bed, 
before I went to bed. So I said to him on WhatsApp, be right back, checking my cats are not hiding under my bed. You know, so I didn't lock them in my room overnight while I was asleep. I did that, then picked up my phone again, and there were more messages from him. He, he replied, I've got something hiding under my bed too. <laughs> oh, God. I was like, huh? But before I could say anything else, he sent me this image. All right. Let's get her up. Let's make sure I've got the right ones. Yep. And here he is. Oh, no. Why aren't you working? Go, uh... Oh, what's... Oy, oy, oy. Don't you... Don't you play tricky with me, boy. What's going on? <sighs> Good God. What? Oh, this is a bloody pain in the... Pain in the... In the in the bot bot. What's uh? Let me try it on a. Oh, uh, there it is. Oh God, no! I, don't, I might accidentally reveal someone's identity doing that. Uh, okay, let's. I uh, wonder if I can. Uh, get, sorry about this, guys. Very sorry. Maybe I can have them display in the web browser. Yes, yes, this will work. Okay, good. Um, okay, here he is. Um, God bless him. Uh, he's keen. He is wearing uh, what appears to be, I don't know, I don't know whether or not that is a specifically, like, uh, well, it's a military-esque uniform. I don't know if it actually has any allegiance to any particular militaries. However, it is made of latex. Uh, it even has a latex tie, which is impressive. Um, yep, okay, he's keen. He's got a sort of uh, army hat on as well. And he's, yes, he's. He, it is a latex military outfit. Um and then a couple more, a, a couple more to, uh, come on through. Where are we? Uh, here is another one. Uh, he, yeah. So now he has a sort of that's got some very sort of SS feel to it. And now it has a sort of gas mask type thing as well, a sort of latex gas mask, and he's got a sort of latex zip-up number with a latex undershirt. Um, well done for blurring the eyes out. That's uh, that's good. Uh, he's. Oh, Yep, okay, he's keen. It looks like it's had some use. Definitely there has been some use. Uh, okay, and then I need to get back to the email. Um, I didn't quite know what to say, so I responded with something like, what am I looking at? <laughs> he said, oh, this is just me in one of my outfits. I keep them under my bed. And then immediately sent over these images. Okay, let's uh, let's get back to the uh, other additional images that are now where things ramp up a little bit. Here he is. He wow, yes. So he now has this is now a full uh, sort of full white latex bodysuit with an attached mask uh, that is covering the whole face uh, with sort of little holes for the eyes and the mouth, and it has a corset, a male corset. Whew. Um, there's some gloves going on with this as well. Uh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's he's keen. He, he yes. He's he's. Oh no! Look, I'm sorry. I'm not showing it. God, I'm doing a really bad job of this. Yeah. There he is. Um, he's he's truly terrifying. He looks like he's going to be on the cover of like a Marilyn Manson album or something something along those lines. Yeah. The male corset. I really think that 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 is a statement of intent right there. I'm more, it's, you know what, the, the like the PVC or latex military outfits, they're one thing, you know, it's, it is the male corset that I'm, <laughs> it's really, that concerns me the most, um, 
All right, let's uh, let's get back back to the email. Um, uh, it took me a minute to realise what the fuck I was looking at. I mean, I am innocent. Uh, and to realise that he was, in fact, head-to-toe in PVC or whatever, complete with a custom-made male corset. Now, I realised I'd left it a little bit long uh, in my shock and fumbled a quick message in response. Uh, what, sh- <laughs> what I should have said was, uh, no thanks, mate, but instead I said, oh, how did you get into that there? <laughs> and he replied, superheroes, as a kid. Oh, dear. Um, he also insisted I Google what a vac bed was, uh, as he was dead proud that he had one of those. Right, now I made the sad mistake of Googling what a vac bed was and found some of the most harrowing porn I've seen for, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 years. Maybe I just um, maybe I just clicked on a bad one. It was the only one that I clicked on. It was on Pornhub and it was... I really wish I hadn't seen it. I, I just... You know, I've got a strong constitution, but yeah, it, it wasn't good, guys. So just be careful if you. Anyway, just to describe to what people a vac bed is. Okay, let's imagine you have a a picture frame that is large enough that you could lie on the floor and you could lie within it, and you then stretched latex across that picture frame and laid it down on top of you and then you had some sort of hoover attachment which created a vacuum under it so it basically sealed you lying down on the floor encased in the uh encased in the in the latex i was presume you you would have to have some sort of air tube or maybe that's part of the deal that there's a sort of suffocation situation going on in there it's just is the absolute stuff of nightmares um Needless to say, I was a bit WTF and ended the conversation and blocked him shortly afterwards. Uh, who shares that kind of stuff after an hourish of chatting? How the fuck does one go from superheroes as a kid to wearing bizarre fetish clothing and owning a vac bed? Bullet dodged. Yeah, bullet dodged indeed. Uh, I will say the only um, the only upside of him sharing that stuff after an hour or so of chatting is that you, know, you didn't waste any additional time because if it had taken you like, I don't know, a couple of months, maybe you'd meet and met up a couple of times. And everything seemed to be normal, and then he bust that shit out. Nightmare. So I really actually think, like, fair play to him for just getting that straight out there, not wasting anybody's time. But also, you know, man, that is weird, though. Like, the, uh, oh, God, it's just, hello, look at him. (laughs) God's sake. Hello, Tinder date. You want to come round mine? Bring some talcum powder. We're going to have some fun. Ah, uh, tighten my corset up for me, would you? Ah, uh, baby Jesus. Ah, uh, all right. Well, look, let's get into like, um, God. Okay. Um, as a palate cleanser, <laughs> where is it? Sean Simpson emailed in, uh, with a story about a parrot, which is a lot more lighthearted. Yeah, here it is. Christ, uh, a parrot that tipped off drug dealers to a raid, uh, is in custody. In Washington. Barrett has been taken into custody after nearly spoiling a drug raid while uh, while playing lookout for two crack dealers suspected of repeatedly yelling, uh, Mamia, policia, <laughs> according to Brazilian police in the state of Puai. The phrase means, Mum, police. <laughs> Police encountered the unnamed parrot perched inside the dealer's one-story home uh, with a windowless facade. Uh... Brazil's R7 News Channel reported, uh, as police searched for the suspects, it, be- it seemed the lime green bird knew exactly what to do. He must have been trained for this. 
That's a smart. That's a that's a smart bird. One officer involved in the operation said the parrot's attempt to interfere with law enforcement. The parrot's <laughs> the Guardian reported as soon as the police got close, he started shouting. The bird's efforts were not so successful, however. Bugger. He might end up getting a cap in his ass now. Uh, footage of the raid's aftermath aired on R7. It shows police cataloguing small bags of crack while the parrot sits obediently on a countertop next to a race car helmet and a glass bottle. As the parent owners, a man and a teenage girl, were arrested, local newspaper reported. An officer then carried the trafficking parrot, as news outlets referred to the bird, out of the house on his hand before placing it in a cage and taking him to the police department. The parrot kept its beak shut. This this caused the... (laughs) This caused the suspect's defence lawyer, Salma Barros, to cast some doubt on the police version of events. (laughs) Yes, I... (laughs) The parrot is now invoking the fifth. Yeah, he's uh, he's got he keeps a tight beak, you know, when he's actually in the neck. Uh, like, no, you'll never you'll never you'll never get you'll never make it stick with the parrot. Uh, she questioned in an interview with the with Meow Notro how a bird accused of loudly tiffing off law enforcement for drug dealers could remain totally quiet in the police station. That bird knows when to keep its mouth shut. Uh, others were concerned that the bird was in police custody at all with an environmentalist visiting the station to try and free the bird. Hashtag free the bird. Uh, uh, Globo News later reported the parrot had been taken into a local zoo where keepers would train it to fly. What? you got to train birds to fly these days? Fucking lazy birds. Jesus Christ. Birds need to get up off their asses. Was he too drugged up? He's too, too much addicted to the game, basically, to fly. Pathetic. This is not the first time a parrot has been accused accused of aiding drug trafficking suspects. In Colombia in 2010, a parrot named Lorenzo was made international headlines after police reported it was warning its owners, run, run, in Spanish at the sight of police officers approaching. Uh, it was found guarding a cache of guns and pot. And parrots are out of control. You could say he was some sort of lookout, a Colombian police officer said, according to the Associated Press. Colombian officials claimed that then that Lorenzo was one of 1,700 birds authorities had recently seized, believing they'd all been trained to alert their owners of police if police approached. Wow. Ban birds, I think, is the answer here. Round them all up. Ban them. Cancelled. Okay, parrots are cancelled, guys. Sorry. Uh, exotic animals have long been used by drug cartels as symbols of power or as unwitting accomplices to drug trafficking. It's the problem with animals. They're kind of the ultimate straight man. They just they don't know what they're doing. And sometimes to a hilarious effect. Uh, for example, Reuters reported in 2009 that traffickers have tucked drugs into hidden compartments in crates containing venomous snakes marked do not open so that customs workers would be too afraid to look inside. Smart. In 2011, Al Jazeera reported that Mexican authorities were seizing so many exotic animals from narco zoos belonging to Mexican drug cartels, leaders... Mexican drug cartel leaders that they did not know what to do with them all. In some cases, the news outlet reported that animals served both as symbols of powers and as warnings to rival gangs. Members of the Zetas gang were uh, rumoured to have fed their enemies to their backyard tigers. That is truly terrifying. In 2008, Brazilian authorities reported they had confiscated two alligators from drug traffickers. They said the animals had been fed the corpses of rival gang members. Damn. Yeah, shit gets crazy in that part of the world. Lord of mercy. Right, 
last bet for today. This is uh, Black Sun Empire and Nympho. It's called Artificial. It's a weird one. This is a weird one. When it dropped, I thought it was at a different tempo for a bit. Snorty triplets vibes.
that's artificial black sun empire and nympho bringing the goods bring in the good stuff oh britain's fattest dog put on a diet after eating too many pasties oh he's a big boy he is a very big boy uh, an alaskan mal uh, malamute who's been nicknamed britain's fattest dog but has he got... Uh, oh, yeah. Um, uh, has been put on a strict diet after eating too many pies and pasties. Who ate all the pies? Who ate all the pies? You fat bastard. You fat bastard. You ate all the pies. Uh, massive Malamute George, who was gained the nickname Georgie Porgy. Pudding and motherfucking pies. Given his preoccupation with pies, uh, weighs 70 kilos. Why? <laughs> it's a big boy. Uh, he was recently handed over to a Plymouth rescue shelter because his owner couldn't afford to feed him. I mean, how many pies? How many pies a day is he on? Like, how many Frey Bentos pies? I mean, you can get him from the pound shop. How many does he need? Ten. <sighs> Ridiculous. To be fair, it seems a bit like they weren't actually the ones who were responsible for his weight gain in the first place. Apparently, pasties were being flung over the garden fence, and Georgie was simply hoovering them up. Who is throwing <laughs> pasties? Uh. Who's throwing pasties over the fence? Um, do we sell our big bop, bop of the whopper? Is he still about? Is he still a thing? Hold on, let me find out. No, I don't know where he's gone. Uh, sadly, oh, he's on the other. Yeah, it's not going to work. Uh, poor bopper. I haven't seen bopper for a while. Um, yeah, this this boy here is a lot, a uh, considerably bigger boy than bopper. Although you know, I feel like bopper is still my favourite, just because. I mean, I think this. This sort of uh, Malamute lad, he, he hides it better. He's a bigger, naturally a bigger boned dog, whereas Bopper was, what, a collie or something? And um, pfft, <laughs> he's a big boy. Anyway, let's get back to this big boy. Um, what kind of monster is throwing pasties away, let alone over a wall and making a dog overweight? Anyway, George was taken to Gable's Farm in Plymouth, partially because they couldn't afford Georgie's extravagant diet, uh, but also because... They've got a decent record when it comes to doggy diet plans. They've got a job on their hands, though. Georgie needs to shed some serious poundage if he's going to get back down to his ideal weight. Uh, 35 kilograms of weight is the magic number. Jesus, he's double. He needs to lose half his body weight. Oh, look at him. He's such a good boy. Oh, he's a big fat boy. Look at him. Bless. He looks very sweet. Very, very sweet. The shelter will be encouraging. Uh, will be encouraged by the success uh, that they had in rehabilitating Bopper the Whopper and Hattie the Fatty. So, yeah, these are the people to go in. They know what's going on. God, what a chonker. Look at him. <laughs> He's a big round boy. Deary me. Oh, Lord, he coming. Um, yeah, wow. So, the, yeah, these people, are, this is a sort of celebrity, kind of a celebrity rehab centre, I guess, now, if Big Bopper the Whopper's been there and Hattie the Fatty. I wonder if they'd send uh, Nickers, that enormous cow there. Although that enormous cow wasn't overweight, it was just giant. Uh, Bopper and Hattie managed to lose a combined 27 kilos. And Hattie now has a new home. That bodes well, at least. Uh, those two were gigantic dogs, but nothing compared to Georgie Porgy, mind. In fact, Georgie's 20 kilos heavier than Bopper. Hoo-hoo-hoo! Um, when he arrived, and 30 kilos heavier than Hattie. So they've got their work cut out. Shelter's deputy manager, Ruth uh, Ruth Pickard, said, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I think this might be my ideal job, running a home for enormous boys and enormous girls who have eaten too much pies. Um, not actual humans. No, just dogs. 
dog a dog rehab for fat dogs. That is, I think that might be my ideal job. If one day you turn on the radio and it just isn't there anymore, that's where I'll be. Okay, and I think you would all understand. The shelter's deputy manager said, "Each time we have an obese animal come into our care, we think it's the biggest we'll ever see." And then along comes a fatter one. It's just heartbreaking because it's so easy to prevent. Uh, but we will build on our previous success and get him slimmed down. We're so proud of the work we do here. With dogs like Georgie Porgy help us remind us of what it means to be a true non-euthanasia charity. Damn right. Don't let Peter come in and start pushing you around and just lining your dogs up against the wall like they're, like they're some sort of communist firing squad. After his arrival at the shelter, Georgie is now on a strict diet and is exercising to get his weight down. We've also set up a fundraising page, of course, in the hope that they can cover his vet's bills, which are around 800 quid. Um, let's see how they're doing on that. Diddle-a-da, I got 135 quid. It's not bad. Okay, if you help Georgie Porgy, the pasty-loving pooch, lose the podge. <laughs> this is the sort of internet campaign I could get behind. The last internet campaign I get behind, I got behind, uh, was from a regular listener and Green Gang member D. Uh, after he set up a Just Giving page uh, to fund uh, his bottle of birthday buckfast, I was more than happy to contribute a fiver to that. I feel that was money well spent. Um, right, it's the end of the show now. Come on, I need to get the VIP list out within two and a half minutes before it cuts me off. Uh, coming up at 11 is a regular Joe's Mezzanine show, playing all things that are good. So head over to threshold.fm, listen to that for the next two hours, um, and have a bloody bloody good time with it. Bloody good time. Thank you to the VIP list. That's Oliver Hooper, Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kaczynski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Cole Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, uh, Jerome Van Thunderbutt, Mike Pye, Anthony Walker, Lily Unsub, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Chobe Ryder, Andrew Heischelbeck, John Finnison, the BDR crew, Peter Blashford, Austin Grief Cooper, Kennedy Lightfield, Ryan Glazer, James Barry, Dave Thompson, Hannah Bartendo, Lady Scriffington, Liam the Menace Underwood, Dan fucking Morris, a guy with no SCDs, Justin Mercer, Ames MC, uh, um, Josh Williams, Rob Humphrey, Shibby T, Coco Shiva, Dan Elton, Tyron, Will Moore, Mr. Pope, Doc Professor Sliceman, such a spirited drum bass, Nicholas Lawsey, Damon Rayner, Chris Bates, The Bill, Carissa Bartholson, Odin Bates, Lee Fuller D, Daniel Gen V, Flaxis, Alexander Cassidy, Matt Wright, Day, Dylan Laws, Grant Sullivan, Not That, Tom Robinson, subscribe on YouTube, Greg Cornford, Grace Sellers, Dab, Smasher, Connor Smythe, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Mr. Happy, The German Translator, Lord of DB, Ranking Mates, Uplifting Vocal, Sidetrans, Under the Name, Alias, Under the Alias, Cosmic Waft, Keep Your Cool Tool in the Motor Pool, But Don't Let Your Meat Life, Nick Brock, Mustang Philly, and Sean Simpson. Thank you all. If you want your name on that list, go to threshold.fm and go to the donate page and you'll find out all the information of how to do exactly that. Right, coming up now is Irregular Joe. Um, he's a lunatic. He's a wild man. He plays by no one's rules but his own. Um, he's kind of weird looking. He's got a face that looks a little bit like uh, the logo for a black metal band. Um, so that's fine. Uh, but God bless him. I love him. Uh, and he's up now. Okay, goodbye. No, nearly. Okay, love you all. Bye-bye. Bye, bye, bye.